Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. fans and welcome to episode 21 of the dnvr raptors podcast i'm colton strickler and we have a little bit of a shorter episode today because there isn't a ton going on in the raptors universe at the moment but there are a few updates to provide so i'll go ahead and do that now uh so the biggest one really is uh, i'm sure if you, if you unless you're living under a rock or whatever coronavirus is sweeping the the globe and and it's starting to impact the, the rugby world and, and colorado and stuff so Perhaps the biggest update that I can hit you with right now is that Jay Inslee, who is the governor of the state of Washington, announced this morning that gatherings of over 250 people in select counties are banned for at least 30 days. Um, that, that affects the Raptors because the Raptors are scheduled to play the Seawolves in Seattle. I guess they actually play in Tequila, but it's still in King County, which is one of those counties that is under this 30-day ban. The Raptors are scheduled to go play them up there in March 29th. Um, so obviously that's going to be that's going to change plans a little bit in terms of if there's going to be fans there, if the Raptors are even going to travel. Um, nothing. I don't know really anything yet, but I do know that they're under this ban, so they can't have a crowd there. At the very at the very least, that's what's going to happen. But here's a statement from the Sea Wolves that they released this afternoon. It reads. Washington State Governor Jay Inslee has placed a 30-day ban effective immediately on events with 250 or more people in attendance in efforts to mitigate and contain the spread of the coronavirus in our state. Our main priority is the safety of our fans and our community. We urge our fans to follow the recommended guidelines and protocols put forth by health officials. We are working with the league on solutions for our two upcoming home matches that fall within the 30-day ban. The Raptors being one of those. That's not in the statement, but I'm just interjecting a little bit. Back to the statement. We will share more information as soon as possible. Thank you for your patience and understanding during this adverse and complicated time. We look forward to getting back to a packed fortress starfire once safe to do so. So that's the statement that they released on social earlier today. And here's the statement from Seattle Seawolves uh, president and owner, Shane Skinner. He says, Dear Seawolves fans, on March 11th, 2020, Washington State Governor Jay Inslee announced Strategies in King Pierce in Snohomish County, hope I said that right, to contain the spread of COVID-19. One of these measures, the restriction of sporting events over 250 people through the month of March, directly affects the Seattle Sea Wolves organization and our fans. 
We are saddened to confirm that this ban will impact several upcoming Seawolves home matches scheduled to take place at Starfire Stadium in Tequila. At this time, impacted matches, matches include March 21st, 2020 against the Houston Sabercats and March 29th, 2020 against the Colorado Raptors. While this decision comes at a time of global unease, the health and safety of our fans, players, and the entire Seawolf organization is number one priority. We are working closely with Major League Rugby to create an action plan for the affected matches, and we will update you as soon as possible once these plans have been confirmed. Thank you for understanding and continued support as we work through this unique and evolving challenge. Our thoughts are with those in our community and beyond that have been impacted by COVID-19. Together we care, Shane Skinner, president and owner. So as I mentioned, and as the statement mentioned, this obviously affects the Raptors because the Raptors are supposed to go up there at the end of the month. Um, but but we'll see what happens. I know um, a few ideas are being kicked around, and so we'll see we'll see what comes of it. So I mean, as long the whole world is kind of shutting down right now, it's kind of scary. But as long as there's air in my properly working lungs, I'll bring the information that you need to know about the Colorado Raptors and rugby as a whole. That's my promise to you. So with that, I'm kind of shifting gears to a complete 180. <laughs> I had a conversation with Colorado Raptors lock Brennan Daly today. I'm excited for you guys to listen to. Brennan is a guy, he's played a lot of really high level rugby in America. He's really played at the highest levels of American rugby that there is, um, whether that be like really across the board, whether that be um, the PRP with San Francisco Golden Gate or Cal when he was in college or pro with the San Francisco Rush or with the Eagles, with USA, with the Raptors now and MLR. So I think he's a really interesting guy to talk to. I think you guys will enjoy hearing his story. And then after all that, he, he kind of gave us an update just really about the mood of the team and what to expect heading into this weekend's match against Old Glory DC because they are the first um, expansion team that the Raptors will play this year and they've only got five games to tape. So it was a good interview. Um, I'm, I'm excited for you guys to hear it. So with that, let's go ahead and kick it to my conversation with Colorado Raptors lock Brendan Daly. All right, now welcome on to the show, Colorado Raptors lock Brendan Daly. Brendan, how's it going? Great, great to be here. Hey, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to getting into some of these questions. So with that, uh, we'll just jump in. First question is always, tell us where you're from. Uh, born and raised in San Francisco, California. My mm -hmm. parents came out there from Ireland 30 years ago. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Nice. Um, how'd you get into rugby? Um, I followed a more quote-unquote traditional path of an American. Um, I didn't get into high school, actually late high school. My brother yeah. was playing down at UCLA, and I was looking for an option of something to do in the offseason for football. Yeah. And I ended up landing at the local club, San Francisco Golden Gate. Yeah, that's exactly how it was for me, too. It was junior year, looking for something to do, not football season. Started playing rugby. So, uh, what, you, know, you mentioned you played football. Did you play any other sports growing up? Yeah, a lot. Even in high school, I played uh, pretty much everything under the sun. I did shot put, crew, soccer. I played Irish football and hurling in the summer oh, sometimes. Really? <laughs> so really just pretty much yeah, all any and all place. sports. Yeah. What position you play in football? Uh, tight end end. Oh, nice. Cool. Um, cool. So uh, one of the reasons I want to get you on the show, Brendan, is I feel like you've played a lot of very high-level American rugby, and I feel like we really haven't had – I guess Nick Boyer would be the closest person that kind of went through the sort of, I guess, the same like route you did being like a Cal guy, right? Mm -hmm. So could you just kind of tell us a little bit about your rugby career and if you want to start with San Francisco Golden Gate? 
yeah. that'd be perfect. So that is that were they PRP when you started with them or? Um, yes, they were. So I was uh, yeah senior in high school actually, so pretty late to the game, and it was. Uh, Cal had come out to a game looking at recruiting someone else, actually. Yeah. And uh, I happened to just have a really good game that day. <laughs> uh, went and visited, was looking to play like Division II football, but jumped at the opportunity to play at Cal. So I came in, you know, pretty raw to the program, um, which is pretty traditional, but not a lot of folks might understand about Cal rugby. It's a lot, it's a lot of kind of ex-football guys for the most part. And, uh, yeah, it was a perfect program for me and just – learning fundamentals, learning the game, learning being in a high-level program. I had an awesome four years there. Got a couple national championships and just, you know, still talk to friends at least once a month to this day from that. Yeah, for sure. Cool. And then from there, so I guess from Cal, what was the next move? Did you go back to PRP or was that right around the time that that pro started up? So it was a few years before, before pro. So I was playing Golden Gate, uh, lucky enough to be captain there for five years, which oh, was yeah. Incredible experience, you know, had some epic games against the Raptors. Yeah, back, so yeah I probably watched you play a couple times then because <laughs> I was around the club back then too. Yeah, so. yeah and then, um, yeah, the opportunity for pro rugby came about. I think the the intent was definitely there. Obviously, you know, without going into too much detail, the, the management <laughs> wasn't. But right. I, it was just awesome to get the opportunity to at least to get a taste of being yeah. a professional athlete. Um, it was awesome having a team in San Francisco as well. So able to kind of stay local and, and the like. And then obviously when that kind of went by the wayside, back to playing PRP with Golden Gate. Yeah, for sure. And then um, so this is your second year with the Raptors, is that correct? Yep. So could you kind of explain uh, your path to the Raptors then after in, in that little gap? Yeah. So around 2016, 2017, I got called into the USA Selects. Yeah. And uh, that tour was down in Uruguay. And I uh, ended up performing well there and actually got called in to the ARC in 2018 where mm-hmm. I got two caps for the Eagles, which was obviously an incredible experience. And um, back playing with the USA Selects at the end of that year and you know, been in the USA player pool ever since. And so obviously just trying to strive to play at the highest level possible right. um, with the MLR coming out. Jumped at the opportunity to come to the Raptors last year. Yeah, so was that like, uh, did Davey put out a call to you, or, or how did that kind of go? Davey was actually my coach down, oh, really? down with the USA oh, Select. Oh, yeah, so perfect. So, yeah, easy, um, easy pipeline then, huh? I've been out here a couple times. I'm familiar with the setup. It's obviously incredible. I'm a mountains guy. I love hiking. <laughs> yeah. So absolutely jumped at the opportunity to come out to Colorado. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess kind of going through all that very briefly, that's the Cliff Notes version of your of your rugby career. But is there one favorite memory that kind of sticks out to you out of all that? Uh, yeah, I'd have to be getting my first cap for, yeah. for the U.S. It was against Chile down in Fullerton. Uh, a lot of my friends were able to fly down from San Francisco. Oh, wow. Mom and brother were there. So it was just it was a really awesome experience. Yeah, yeah, that one, is, one that I'll never forget. That's cool. I like asking that. I'm sure people listening to this show sick of me like saying this over and over, but I love ans- asking that question because it's so different for everybody. So cool. So um, I guess kind of moving into some of the, the season this year, uh, I guess – I guess we can start just how big was that win on Friday over the Arrows? It was it was an awesome team win. I think it was, you know, not perfect. It, yeah. it never is on and both sides of the ball. But just to be able to 1 through 23 perform and, you know, just get a t- close grind out win against yeah. a really, really good team that came sure. in undefeated. It was just a, a good experience for sure. Um, I, I know you just mentioned it wasn't perfect, but, but would you say that that's probably the best rugby that you guys have played this year? Is, is it trending up or 
Is there another match that, that kind of comes to mind for that? Um, that, that's probably the best win we've had. Maybe not the best overall eighty minutes okay. that, that we've played. You know, I think we had a solid one against Utah. But I think yeah, for certainly. us, um, you know, having a couple wins in a row, we we can't get complacent, and we just have to keep trying to get better and better every single week. Obviously, with the league, people have seen the scores. It's highly competitive. Yeah, it is. Most games are sing- decided by single digits. Yeah, I think the largest margin of victory this last weekend was nine points like, across the board. So yeah. it's a week-by-week league for sure. Um, so you mentioned two wins in a row now. Um, kind of piggybacking off that, obviously not the start of the season that you guys have wanted, but obviously have turned it around over these last two weeks. Um, in your opinion, what's been the difference? Is there something that's changed or or what's kind of been the difference in, in these wins rather than these losses? I think for guys, it's just um, always trying to get a little bit better every, mm-hmm. every single week and just trusting the process, trusting the coaches, trusting each other, yeah. most importantly, out there on the field. And just understanding that if, you know, we minimize mistakes, trust in our skills, you know, it's going yeah. to come together. Yeah. Uh, so cool. And then you mentioned uh, we were talking about these two wins, obviously. So what's been the feeling around the team now these last two weeks, especially after this this big one on Friday? Yeah, we're, we're definitely excited about every single win. And I think something I've realized, especially of my experience last year, is the turnarounds are so quick. Right. It's you, you have a win, you enjoy, you enjoy it, it, you recover <laughs> as quickly as possible, and then it's on to the next. And you flush it, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, cool. Moving into the next match, I guess, is there is there a certain point of emphasis that maybe you guys as a forward pack or you guys as an entire team are, are working on heading into this match against Old Glory? I think just always as a forward, you're going to focus on the set piece. I think we made mm-hmm. good strides, especially in the scrum area last week against a very solid Toronto pack. A lot of those guys play together all year for Canada as well. So I think for us, it's, again, keeping on getting a little bit better, not becoming content, and just realizing that you know every week, week in and week out, is going to be a big competition. I remember my first year covering MLR um, back in 2018, the inaugural season. I think it was after the first match when – the Raptors played Austin, and I asked Davey a question about the set piece, and he said something that's kind of resonated with me for, for I mean, till this day. And he said, if you're not good in the set piece, you're not going to be good at any sport. <laughs> and that's something that I, I still remember. So um, that's, yeah, every time people talk about perfecting the set piece, that's always in my brain. So um, so we're recording this on a, on a Wednesday. So you guys have previewed Old Glory by now is can you kind of give us a, the lowdown on old glory i know since they're this is the first expansion team you guys will face this year a lot of people that listen to this probably aren't too familiar with them if they have caught a couple of their games this year so what what can we expect out of uh, old glory coming into this weekend i think that they're a solid team they're you know their record reflects that they're they're four mm-hmm. and one so they're, they're coming in hot they uh, for a new team they have a lot of cohesion which, which yeah. is impressive speaks a lot to what they've been doing out there and i think you know you look at the back three, there's DTS who played with us last year, yeah. you know, a couple of Kiwis coming in that are just skilled players. So it's going to be going to be a good, solid game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good one. Um, and, and it's another opportunity to to build on that momentum. Is that is that something that you guys have talked about or is that like an unspoken thing kind of? Yeah, I, I think it's um, for us kind of getting the monkey off the back and getting the first one on the road. For yeah. sure. It's it, it's a tough travel. It's, it's the nature of the beast playing professional sports in America that – it's a big country. Uh, yeah. We're lucky to be in the middle of the country, so that none of our flights are too much. Not too but long, d- for sure. Just not, not letting anything be an excuse. Yeah, for sure. 
All right, Brendan, that's all I had for you, man. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Colorado Raptors lock Brendan Daly. He came in to do that interview on his off day, so a big thank you to him for making some time for that. I really appreciate it. The show would not go on if the players did not take some time out of their busy schedule to come chat with me for a minute. So thank you again, Brendan. I appreciate the time. So before we end the show, I wanted to talk to you guys about some of the cool events we got coming up over the course of the next few days. If you haven't heard, uh, the fine folks at DNVR have opened up a bar, and it looks really cool, and we want to celebrate with all you guys that have made this whole thing possible. So come on down to the bar, which is located at 2239 East Colfax Avenue on Friday, March 13th. I think the sign unveiling is at 5.30, so make sure you sneak out of work a little early. Come on down to the bar. It's going to be really cool. There's going to be a lot of cool giveaways. There's going to be, obviously, Breckenridge beer, food. Come meet some of the team. It, it should just be a really awesome time. I'm looking forward to it. I know I'm going to I'm gonna be down there for sure. Uh, so make sure you're washing your hands so we all have a safe, fun, healthy time. We don't want to get sick at this. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be awesome, though. Um, everything I've seen about the bar looks really cool. So big props to Brandon and, and the rest of the crew that have been really grinding. I know I just have come, come on board in the last couple months, so I, I can't take credit for literally any of this. But it, uh, I'm grateful for them for welcoming me with open arms and, and giving rugby a platform. So it's been awesome working, working with the team. Um, and it's going to be really cool. So we want you guys to come celebrate with us. Um, if you're there, rugby rugby fan, make sure to send me a tweet. I'd love to come ha have a beer with you, have a Breck brew with you. So that's the first event. That's on Friday. Second event, make sure you come on down to the Tri Club at Infinity Park to watch the Raptors play Old Glory DC. That match is scheduled to kick off at Sunday at 1 p.m. Doors open at 12.30. If you can't make it, the match will be broadcast on ESPN+. Plus. Um, I'll give a little bit more of a preview about Old Glory and, and what the weekend holds. Uh, later in the week so that's kind of what we got going on keep sending in questions on twitter uh at dnvr underscore raptors that's our the team page make sure you send them to me personally at colden strickler i'm checking both of those accounts so uh, make sure you go and checking that out and i guess while we're promoting things uh the last piece i wrote for your major league rugby came out i, I had the pleasure of talking to pft commenter of barstool sports and part of my take fame um, a couple months ago, just kind of his thoughts on rugby on MLR. So if you're a, if you're a Barstool fan, if you're part of my Take fan, make sure you go and check that out because that was uh, that was something I worked pretty hard on. I was glad to see it go live. Um, and if it wasn't going to go live at the uh, on the league side, I was I was sending in emails uh, frequently enough to ask if we could publish it on the NVR. So I'm glad to see it went live. Um, yeah, and other than that, make sure you're keeping up on all the written content we're doing. I've got uh, I've got a round got the round five roundup out got the recap up and I'll have a preview for you guys in the next couple of days and then obviously if something happens with the with the Seattle news once I hear something I'll I'll make sure to get something up on the site so that's my show make sure you guys are taking care of yourself staying healthy drinking fluids don't touch your face wash your hands um, thank you guys for listening have a great day.